0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 871, for Saturday, June 10th, 2023. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Repeating at number 20 for the second week, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Vrexelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 14,743 views. That is a decline of 299, or 2%, from last week. Repeating at number 19 for the third consecutive week, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 15,155, about 400 more than Terraforming Mars, and a decline of 3.4%. Tumbling five spots for the second week in a row, from 8 to 13 to 18, The Isofarian Guard, by Eric Bitterman, Sean Creighton, and David Yanchik, published by Sky Kingdom Games, with 15,745, about 600 more than Spirit Island, and a decline of 15%. It is now down almost as far as it was three weeks ago, three weeks ago, when it was number 19. After two weeks in the top 10, dropping from 2 to 17 Dorf Romantic, The Board Game, by Michael Palm and Lucas Zack, published by Pegasus Spiele, with 15,967, 222 more than The Isopharian Guard, and a big decline of 67%. After popping into the top 10 for one week, down from 6 to 16, Planet Unknown, by Adam Rayburg and Ryan Lambert, published by Adam's Apple Games, with 16,007, just 40 more than Dorf Romantic, and a decline of 45%. After two weeks at number 12, down 3 to 15, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 16,485, nearly 500 more than Planet Unknown, a decline of 14%. Repeating at number 14 for the third consecutive week, Thunder Road Vendetta by Dave Chalker and Brett Myers, published by Restoration Games, with 17,377, about 900 more than Brass and a decline of 3%. Now, Spirit Island spent three weeks in a row at number 19 and Terraforming Mars, two at number 20. That's not super unusual. These are long games. They're pretty low in the top 20 long-running games, I mean, and so it's not uncommon to see them just kind of hang out for a while. But for a game that is sort of newly released, like Thunder Road is, to just be sitting there at number 14 one week after another, I think that is pretty unusual. Climbing 5 from 18 to 13, Biohack by Yofandi D. Indriyana, published by Koya with 18,108, about 700 more than Thunder Road, and a gain of 11%. After 10 weeks out of the top 20, vaulting from 28 all the way back up to number 12, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Suffolk Fair Games, with 18,938, about 800 more than Biohack, and a gain of 60%, to the highest position it has seen since March 4th, more than three months ago, when it was last in the top ten, number six. Uh, There's a very specific reason for it, which we'll get to in a bit. Repeating at number 11 for the second week in a row, and the fourth time in the last six weeks, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 21,384, 2400 more than Gloomhaven, and a gain of 5%, but not enough to get it back into the top 10. We do have four new entries in the top 10. Three of them are debuts. Falling out are from 6 to 16, Planet Unknown, from 2 to 17, Dorf Romantic, the board game, from 9 to 60, Metal Gear Solid, the board game, and from 10 out of the top 100, Iki. Our sole returning game in the top, you know, re entry, rather, re entry in the top 10. Comes back after three weeks away in charge for the ninth time, Darwin's Journey is number ten. Simone Luciani and Nestore Mangoni are the designers and it is published by Thundergriff Games. Had twenty two thousand seven hundred thirty two views, which is thirteen hundred more than Dune, and is a gain of sixty three percent from where it was last week at number twenty two, a twelve position climb. As for why it had a big jump, I couldn't really see anything in the forums that would suggest a strong reason for it. Maybe just wider distribution, maybe just more publicity, I'm not sure. Debuting at number 9, Stranger Things, Upside Down, by Rob Davio, published by Come On, with 23,567, 800 more than Darwin's Journey, and a gain of 32% from where it was last week at number 15, a six-position climb. This is a cooperative game based on the TV series of the same name, Stranger Things. After two weeks at number 7, down 1 to 8, Ark Nova by Matthias Vigg, published by Capstone Games, with 26,700, more than 3,000 better than Stranger Things, though it is a decline of 6%. This is Ark Nova's 82nd week in the top 10, which moves it into sole possession of number 11 on the most weeks list, passing Wingspan. Switching places with Ark Nova, climbing one to number 7, Earth, by Maxime Tardif, published by Inside Up Games, with 26,977, a little less than 300 better than Ark Nova, and a gain of 4%. Losing one position for the third consecutive week, from 3 to 4 to 5 to 6. Frosthaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with twenty-eight thousand fifty-nine, eleven hundred 1,100 more than Earth, a decline of 8%, and the first time Frosthaven has been under 30,000 during its current 30-week run in the top 10. Our third new entry debuts at number five Ticket to Ride Legacy by Rob Davio, Matt Leacock, and Alan R. Moon, published by Days of Wonder with 35,707, 7,600 more than Frosthaven. Uh, The subtitle of Ticket to Ride Legacy is Legends of the West, and it is a legacy game, which means it is a campaign game with uh, adjustable, destructible components, things that you can add, boxes you open, all the things you expect in a Legacy game. Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, of course, are the co-designers of Pandemic Legacy, those those games. So they are brought on here along with the original designer of Ticket to Ride, Alan Moon. After two weeks at number three, down one to four, Heat by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skilled Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder with 39,676, about 4,000 more than Ticket to Ride, a decline of 2.5%. Switching places with heat, climbing one to number three, The Witcher, Old World, by Lukasz Wozniak, published by Go On Board and CD Project Red, with 39,975, just 300 more than heat, and a gain of 5.5%. Our highest new entry debuts at number two, Gloomhaven, the second edition, by Isaac Childress, Drew Penn, and Dennis Vogeli, published by Cephalofair Games, with 42,132, just 2,200 more than The Witcher. And I'd like to say, if you know how to pronounce that third designer's name, Vogeli, Vogel, Vogel, I don't know, uh, it's, it's got an umlaut over the O and it's spelled V-O-G-E-L-E. I couldn't see any real indication of uh, where he's from or how it might be pronounced, but I feel like I'm going to have to keep pronouncing it. So uh, reach out to me and let me know. Send me an email to boardgametop10s at gmail.com or reach out to me on BoardGameGeek. My username there is Auberman, A-W-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Anyway, this is a re implementation of the first edition of Gloomhaven released in 2017, currently ranked number three on Board Game Geek. It has rebalanced and redesigned mercenary classes, items, and scenarios, new artwork, newly written narrative and events, updated miniatures, and a new faction based reputation system, and more. But repeating at number one for the third consecutive week and the sixth time overall, that's two sets of three consecutive weeks, Eon Trespass, Odyssey, by Marcin Velnicki, published by Into the Unknown, with 43,945, 1,800 more than the new Gloomhaven, a decline of 19%, as it becomes the 22nd game to spend six or more weeks at number one. At this time, there are now five games that have spent six weeks at number one, five with seven, five with eight. That's nicely balanced, and um, I'm going to guess *Eon Trespass is not going to be able to make it four in a row, seven overall, with Gloomhaven breathing down its neck. For Saturday, June 10th, 2023.